Hi everyone, nine o'clock on a Thursday night. It's time for the handicap rugby chat that matters. Hi there from me, Brent Graham. Good to be your host tonight on this handicap show. We don't have any finals to talk about for the first time in a few weeks, but plenty of great rugby. We've got the final round of Super Rugby action, plenty of permutations there. I can tell you that at least one of the guys on the show has already moved a few markets on Twitter and the Good for the Game forum during the week. We'll get his views in just a second. And uh, then we'll talk a little bit of Curry Cup as well. But let's start off to the top of my screen as I'm looking at it. We've got uh, Chris Rowe at the Crow Tips. Chris, welcome back to the show. Looks as though you got rid of your microwave that was on top of the fridge last time. <laughs> can you see it? Sports microwave. No, it's the microwave's there. It's leaning against the microwave. Oh, it's leaning so it's against still, it. It's leaning yeah, against yeah, yeah. it. Okay. Still, still has it. Still, still fire has it, but let's go. Excellent. Well, welcome to the show. And then, of course, down at the bottom there, we got the Undertakers. He's been quite active already this week. Um, he's got a few bets, which he'll share with us. Of course, some of those have moved, but we'll get his opinion on the latest prices. But, Hendrik Swat, welcome to the show. And, uh, yeah, well done on your Munsters call last week. It must have been tough, though, watching with all those Western Province supporters in the ground. Yeah, Brent, I felt for the Stormers supporters, eh? Um, I like before the show, I had to at the end, but with my my bank balance at the end of the game. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good final. It was a good vibe. Uh the game, but... Yeah, you could, early in the game, you could see that Munster dominated possession. Uh, inevitable that they, and then, yeah, I know you were under Anders as well, so well, but the conditions early in the week that was the right call. Yeah, so I must say I didn't make as much money back, and I say back because I had a terrible Friday. I didn't make as much money back as I would have, and that was because I had my daughter's twenty-first. I couldn't really watch the game. I was busy. Brian, two hundred and twenty Prago rolls. So mm-hmm. I do like to. So I, I, I pulled a bit back there, but I never got the sort of involvement that I would I would like to have had in in that one. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was it, it was good to at least pull a little bit back. Mark Dunphy joins us in the live chat. Says the Stormers played their worst game, and the Admiral, who came up with quite an interesting post on the Good for the Game forum, and there's a link to that forum thread down below, where he was talking about some of the stats on the one to twelve favorite arriving in New Zealand derby. So I'm sure we'll touch on that during the show as well. We got Stephen Marks saying, "Evening, guys. Uh, Two hundred and twenty rolls, as in hot dogs. Yes, very similar, Mark. Except it's chicken Prego rolls. My daughter went a bit wild with the guest list, so yeah, we had quite a <laughs> quite a party last week. Anyways, Jens, it's Super Rugby time. We in the final weekend of Super Rugby, and Chris, I'm going to start with you. We got the first game here: the Blues at home to the Highlanders. A handicap of minus fifteen and a half, and we got a points line of fifty nine point five. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the Highlanders are currently eighth on the table, but three teams breathing down their neck. And you know, if you yeah. lose this game, you've got to probably fancy that they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're fighting for their lives, like a few other teams, like as you just said. Um, yeah, these these last games of the season are quite interesting ones. Because obviously, we've got different permutations, and after other teams have played, the changes for the for the other the rest of the teams as they go. So attitudes change and. You know um, their commitments to the game, but 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, Islanders have to go for it. I, I just I've been on a I've been on a few Highlanders games this this year. I mean, I was on their overs last week and the kick on the touchline got, got them oh, over yeah. the line. So yeah, that was a. I was on one. reds to win that game, by the way. So I was oh, well, yes, so you guys that. were in the reds. Yeah, I should yeah. for the kick. I didn't care at that point, but. <laughs> I, so it was one of those games, right? From the corner, Freddie Burns. It was like, there's no way this guy's getting. He's not concentrating. They won the game. He got it. So anyway, came home. That's how it happens. But yeah, I mean, initially, I mean, as you said, this if this was last season, 49 is a lovely points line, and I'll be looking at the overs all day. But the those the points momentum has been swinging around this Super Rugby. It's the it's the Aussie derbies and the Aussies versus the Fijian sides that are the points games. And the, the New Zealand derbies have been a lot lower scoring than we've been anticipating. So, but I still think I still think Blues. Have, I mean, they made some changes in their forwards. Still a very strong side. It looks a dangerous side. So I think you know Highlanders are going to go for it. And if the Highlanders go for it, they're going to expose themselves. And I think the Blues will will easily be able to to get some tries in there. So I'm yeah, I like I'm calling it. Uh, I'm going to call it over fifty nine because I think I think the Highlanders will get some points. But I've said this before. Um, and they've, they're just one of the worst finishing teams you've ever seen. But I just think they have to go for it. And I think the Blues will go for it as well. And if they go quite ahead, they might switch off a bit and Highlanders might squeeze a few backdoor tries at the end. So I like over 59, yeah. And I like a lean on the Blues over 37 and a half. Right, let's go down to Henrik. Henrik, before you start, I'm going to go a little bit closer to the screen. Do you recognize the logo on my jacket that I'm wearing? I do. Gary Lindgren. I haven't... Oh, there you go, Gary. Contact with Gary for a while. I must actually give him a shot. But what do you make of this one, Henrik? Yeah, Brent. Um, interesting one. Early in the week, I, I went for the Blues um, minus 14 and a half. Um, at, I think it was 8 to 10. And the line moved out to about 17 thereabouts. And I see it's, it's come in a bit again towards the Islanders. Um, this is a tricky one. The Blues, um, they, they kind of have to go for this if they want to have a chance of finishing second. Um, they are five points behind the Crusaders. So it's unlikely that they, they're going to overtake the Crusaders, but they can get five points out of this one, get equal with the Crusaders. Then they have the same um, amount of wins. And then the points difference is 33 points um, worse off than the, the Crusaders. So they, they kind of have to hope the Hurricanes can pull off something and, and, and the Crusaders don't get a point out of it. And obviously the, the points difference goes negatively down as well. So the Blues can still overtake the Crusaders, but it's it's unlikely. Um, so, yeah, I, I still fancy the Miners. Um, like Chris said, they made a few changes to the pack, the Blues. But it, it, a guy like Tom Robinson is back. Um, the only problem is obviously Harry Plummer at 10. You can't trust that guy at 10. I would have preferred that in there. Henrik, I've heard uh, it's rumors, but I've heard Perifet is in. He's come in at 10. I've, I've oh, got really? Friends, so, yeah, just watch that tomorrow. Because, yeah, that's a big difference to the shape of the game, right? Okay, that that, that would make a difference. Because Reverend, um, another uh, contributor on the Good for That Forum, and he's on Twitter quite active as well. Last week, he said that. When Perifeta comes on, the Blues will be better, and it was like that when he mm -hmm. came on. So, yeah, if, if Perifeta can start at 10, that would be great. Then I'd be more confident on the Blues and the Blues overs as well. I think they can score um, quite a few points. Like Chris said, the Islanders, they have to go for this, so they might expose themselves. 
So, yeah, the only problem, again, the referee again, as well, Ben O'Keefe, um, a lot of his oh, games man. go under. So that is a bit of a concern as well. The conditions look good. Rain early in the day, but stops early afternoon and they won't be rain at, at game time. But yeah, there's, there's better games on the weekend. But I, I, I think the, 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 the safer bet on this one is the minus. Uh, I, I'd rather go minus than overs here. So that might be. Right. I see uh, quite a few boys in the live chat. They're green on the, on the blues minus. Well, let's um, go to the next game. I know you do have a strong fancy, um, and, and the line has moved slightly. We've got the Brumbies, Henrik, minus 10.5 against the Rebels, and a total points line of 60.5. Now, if I read your good for the game forum post, if I recall it correctly, I think you won the Rebels plus 12.5 early in the week. Yeah, I took 12.5 plus 12.5, Brent. Plus 10.5 is still a very strong bet, um, in my opinion. And then I took Rebels over 22 and over 22. Three and a half. There's currently 24 and a half. I see still available. I think that's a good bet as well. Um, the Brumbies, um, not Noah Lolisio not starting at 10. I think that's a major um, thing in the starting lineup. And the the um, the two props Ante Hooker, not not the uh, first choice. And then the rest of the pack, like I said, also a bit of bit of mix and match. Um, so the rest of the backline looks okay, but. And the Rebels, they are playing very good rugby. You can't ignore the, the kind of rugby they're playing and they've got momentum. They are coached very well by Kevin Foote. Um, and they've got a lot to play for here. They, they would want to get a lot of points. They're on 21 points now. A few teams, eight of them on 21, 20, uh, 22, 23, 24. So they can, overta- they can actually overtake the Reds if the Reds don't pitch up against the draw. So they can still finish like seventh or eighth. So the Rebels, they've got a solid chance to, to qualify. So I expect the Rebels to, to, to score some points in this one. Um, so I like the other, the other 24 and a half and the plus 10 and a half. I like it strong, yeah. Yeah, and probably going into this game, you would think the Blues hopefully have done the job against the Highlanders. Yeah. I know they've got a very, very strong chance, even if they don't get get to the Reds of, 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 mm. of yeah, finishing... Yeah, yeah. Finishing in the top pattern. It is amazing that at this stage of the season, you've got a team that's 11th on the table that has quite a quite a realistic chance of finishing in the playoffs. Chris, what do you make of this game? Yeah, Brent, so I'm going to pretty much rubber stamp there what Henrik said. I agree with what's what's been said there, the setup of the game, the conditions of this game. Like you say, um, you know, I think we I think we all expect Blues to beat the Highlanders, and I think it's an advantage to be first out to win your game, to put pressure on the others behind, chasing chasing that spot so it's in their, in, their, in their advantage i think to to put the pressure on and like i said the changes the brambies have made looks like they're going to be loose i think if, if you look at the log they're, they're pretty much on their own there in the middle so i mean they're not playing for too much there i think it's either the hurricanes or or blues that they'll play but either way much more motivation on the rebels side they when the rebels are up for it they are dangerous brambies have been shifting points all over the park all over the world even at home they're shifting 30. So twenty, I saw the twenty-three. That was the bet, absolutely. But I, I'm getting twenty-five. Um, I would still say over twenty-five and a half is worth the bet because I think they're going to get close up to thirty. I think the Brumbies also score some points because the Rebels are loose. They will give the Brumbies chances, but I think the Rebels' force here is pretty strong considering the team the Brumbies have put out as well. So yeah, Rebels points here and the plus ten looks good. That's I think that's far too high for this game. Right, plus nice alignment here from the panel. Let's move on to the next game, Chris. We're going to stick with you. The Fijian Drua are still in the playoff hunt as well. Yeah. Of course, against the yeah. Reds, who currently <laughs> sit seventh. And here we've got a points line of 52.5. And uh, 
Yeah, interesting one. Yeah. This. I thought the Reds would be bigger favourites for this game. I thought it'd be yeah. closer to sort of seven yeah. and a half. So that's where I'm leaning. But yo, couple tough fixtures yeah. this week. I'm not overly <laughs> confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So us, yes, I know we. And we know what I think we know what Henrik's gonna be coming up with after me. Yeah, because that 52 scares the bejesus out of me because that's me all overs all day. But I know the the conditions aren't good there. And we know that teams going to Jura, they're not being as high scoring games as we anticipate anyway, in either the conditions. It's just a weird place for these guys to go and play. So I'm going to leave the points to Henrik um, with his namesake that's probably coming up here. But I, I will be honest, in this setup, in this game, I think Reds just have, have the cabaret to take care of the Jura. I think if it's a must win game, they've got a Connor there, they've got, they got, they got smart guys there that can control this game. And even if it's wet, they're going to play better than Jura in the wet, I would imagine. I like Reds minus two year a lot. One of my stronger favorites, favorite bets of the, the weekend, just because the situation of the match, I just think they're, they're going to have the class. And they've actually, they've been on another, one of those teams that are on a little bit of an upward trend. And I think they keep that going and pay themselves into the, into the playoffs. Well, we'll go down to Henrik now. I'll, I'll, I'll... And I'll tell you that, yes, Henrik definitely was on the unders in this one. Although I've got to say, Henrik, you got on very early and you got on at 61.5. So this, this line has moved. <laughs> so I guess the first thing is you know, explain your logic on that. And then secondly, are we getting to the point at 52.5 where you would be a bit more hesitant to, to climb it? 100%, Brent. That 52 and a half. <coughs> sorry. That 52 and a half is actually a bit low for me. I, I wouldn't take unders on a 52 and a half, even yeah. with the conditions as it is. Because of the way the draw up plays, but 61 and off is obviously under play. Um, so, so 52 and off, I, I, I probably wouldn't. Why did, why, did, why did it go from 60 to 52? We know, sorry, just a quick one, just so I think. Why did it go from It's definitely like crap coming through the game time. Like, that's okay. Uh, well, well not, not at, at much on, at game time, but lots of rain on Friday in Suva, lots of rain, and then on Saturday, solid amount of rain as well. Um, I, I think don't think it will rain as much during the game, not like torrential or stuff like that. It, it might rain a bit, but there's a lot of rain beforehand, and I, I don't think the field in Suva would have that great drainage. I've seen some some Pacific Cup games. Over there, where it's like been like um, you see the puddles of mud, puddles of water on on the field. So that that was my thing, and and I just think the Reds, Chris, you summed up the Reds well. Yeah, they they are on the up. Um, they are, they've got momentum, and I really like the team they've picked. I'm really glad that Tate McDermott is starting with this concussion last week. I didn't think he was going to start, so that's a big one for them. They've picked a really strong side. Um, and I think they will control the tempo of the game as well. They 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 know they, they play positive rugby normally, but they know you can't make it too loose against the, the Drua. Because then Drua can kill you from anywhere. So I think they will try to slow it down as much as possible and play more structured than they normally play against other teams. Um, against other teams that's more structured, they know they have to go out on the outside and, and get space. But I think against the Drua, they will play a different game. There's lots for both these teams on the line in this game. So that's another one for me on the unders. But yeah, 52 and a half is too low. I'm not going to go unders on 52 yeah, and a half. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to go over either. I, I, I don't think yeah. over is the way. Happy with, I mean, in your case, you're happy with your, your current unders. I'm happy where so I am. If you were looking at this game without a bet, you'd probably leave the points on yeah. this game. Because yes, it, could no. be, it could be a 25-20 game easily, right? Yeah. 
So, so I don't like, I, I won't touch the points where it is currently, but I'm 100% with you guys on the Reds. I think the Reds minus is the way to go here. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Reds. Sorry, Brent. Sorry, Brent. Carry on. I say a bit of agreement in the in the live chat there, Chris. Any other comments before I? Yeah, just saying. Also, that I love that Reds lose forward, Mac Wright, Wilson, and now they got Uru, who's also a powerhouse. I think they're just going to be too scavenging at the back breakdown there. I think the Reds are going to roll them at more time as well. I think the I think the Joe could struggle. I'm going to be honest. I think the Reds come focused. Uh, Joe are going to be a little bit in trouble. We're all aligned there on the Reds. Uh, uh, Henrik will stay with you for the next game. It's a Hurricanes. Plus four and a half against the Crusaders. Yeah, these had New Zealand derbies are generally pretty easy to handicap. I had it in this region as well. Um, what are your what are your views? I haven't I don't know why I haven't got a points line up there. I'm pretty sure I had one. Yeah. So I'll bring that up now while you're talking, Henrik. But uh, what is your views on this game? Yeah, Brent, the, the points is out for this one. Um, yeah. I can actually I quickly check it, it as well. It is nine and a half. 50. 56 and a half thereabouts, 54, 56, 57 thereabouts, so mid 50s, mid to late 50s. Um, the Crusaders have picked a really strong side for this one. The Hurricanes, um, I think, see, Brett Cameron is starting at, at 10 in, in um, Aiden Morgan's place um, with uh, Ruben Love on the bench. I know there's a few guys that don't like Aiden Morgan, so they would see that as positive. And Brett Cameron in the in NPC last year, he was very good year before as well. Dan Cole's making his comeback as well. Brent, this this is not a game that I'm going to spend a lot of money on. I'm not going to be confident on anything here. I, I want to go for the plus here, but the, the, then the Crusaders team that they've picked looks very strong, and the, and I think. They have to. Well, it obviously depends what happens in the Blues game as well. The Crusaders can't catch the Chiefs anymore, so the Crusaders might just need one point here. Hurricanes, they they can still catch the Brumbies and overtake the Brumbies, so the Hurricanes might have more to play for here. So small fancy maybe the plus, but uh, because the home game and, and what the Hurricanes have to play for, but no no fancies for me on this one, Brent. And I'm going to start. Henrik, you raise a good point here, and particularly when you get down to this stage of the season in any league where you've got one sort of one set of matches left, a team's mindset can can definitely change. I mean, a, a coach might, for example, name a strong side, knowing that they've got to go out there potentially and get a win or get a couple of points or whatever, and then one of the other teams slip up, and all of a sudden they go into the game knowing that they're secure. Um, so you've got to be careful as a punter. I think your advice on this one is good. You know, if you don't fancy anything too strong. Uh, wait and see. See if anything, uh, you know, see what the situation is heading to the game. They could also get some, you could also see situation on the weekend where you get some quite big betting moves as well. But let's see what uh, the Crow Tips fancies in this one. Yeah, so I, I do fancy this as, as a betting game. Um, I really do like the 56. I think that's a couple points too low. I was expecting 59. I am expecting points because it is going to be dry in this. As I say, once we get to this game, there couldn't, there might not be too much on the line. And I, from my experience of what I remember and record, when games aren't too much, the intensity drops a bit, and the shoulders into the tackles drop. And I, I'm, but I'm, what I'm anticipating is the Canes coming hard. So I really like the overs, 56 and a half. I, I like then I like the Canes. I like Canes points here. I think they're coming hard, and then I like the plus. So I like all those players, but the 56 and a half is my favorite. Canes points my second favorite and the plus four, four my third my third favorite. I like I like all of that. 
I think the Canes are in this game, but certainly over 56 total in Canes points. That's the great thing about betting. Henrik and I look at the game and we're both nervous. We're staying out of this one. And Chris <laughs> comes firing with – it's confident. And that's great. You know, everyone looks at it differently. And now, of course, Henrik and I are going to go – I've had some nice success in Crusaders Hurricanes game. Just the plus, it's one of these fixtures that have done well for me. It's good on my rec on my record books, and and even in NPC when Wellington play Canterbury, I somehow pick up pick up a winning bet. So I like this fixture is kind to me, so I'm going to ride with it, and I, I do like these. <laughs> I'm actually leaning towards a bet now. Henry, neither Henrik and I normally like it, but I'm, I'm thinking Crusaders on the halftime handicap. They're probably at minus one and a half or minus. Two and a half with the sort of team they've picked there. I see them getting, you know, out in front earlier than potentially stepping off the gas. But also, Havili, you know, Havili is out and for the rest of the sport, the Super Rugby and maybe even a championship. And for me, he's worth up to seven points with that Saturday's team. He gels so well with Muanga. He's very, he's very important how that backline click. Um, so you've got Eno and I think there's a good in the middle. I mean, they're solid centers, but. I just really gets that backline going, and you got Jordan's back as well. So I just just hope you get some points. But uh, I I think that the, the Canes, the, the, the why I like the overs more is because the Canes teams looks very loose as well. So I think I think we're gonna have a few bit of a ding dong battle of tries going on. Yeah, especially oh, if yeah, the team drops off, the the, the the defenses are gonna drop off, and that's my anticipation. For a hard scoring game, yeah, Johan is very confident there on the Hurricanes. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, Chris, we'll stay with you. Waratahs minus 15 and a half against bottom of the table, Pacifica, and a point sign of 63.5. Yeah, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but this is another betting angle that I've always loved uh, through the season, and it's these Oz teams versus the Fijians. Uh, the Aussie home team points have been great. I see, I think it's a 39 for the Tars. I do, I I, I think Pacifica also, they've, they've, uh, this is pretty much going to be an exhibition game again uh, by this time of the weekend, I think. You know, Pacifica out of it. Tars, Tars have made Tars some changes. Tars they can't go backwards. So for Tars, this is... They're, yeah, they're in the middle of nowhere. So, so this yeah. is an exhibition game. So you're going to see some Tatra, but you're going to see similar to Sunday. I think you're going to see not a lot of defense going on at all. I think you're going to see a lot of tries. 63 is high, but I, I, got, I can see this game going over 70 points, 75 points easily. So I like the Tars. I like the overs there, and I like the Tars points. I know it sounds like a broken record. You, and you, know, you can even you can easily go for Pacifica point points as well. I think it's around 21, 20 odd. But they they're going to get over a few tries as well because this is not Tars' strongest team, and not, I don't think they're going to put in their strongest performance on defence either. I must say, Chris, uh, yeah, you're reading this game very similar to what I was reading it as well. And just judging by that little nod of the head from Henrik there, I've got a feeling he might be rubber stamping it. Yeah, spot spot on, Chris. Um, with the type of ground that's going to be played here. In the previous game, you also said that the intensity might drop and the guy's shoulders might drop. I can't see the Waratahs players putting their bodies on the line here. They can't, like Brent said, they can't move up or down on the lock. I actually like the, the, the Pacifica a bit, yeah, and I like their points here. I think they're going to score more than 24 points here. Um, they, it's actually, you said 21 now. It's a bit high. It's 24 and a half. But I can easily see them scoring four tries in this type of game. Um, one of those points, 39 and a half. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just just a bit concerned that the Waratahs, um, yeah, they won't take this game as seriously and they, they might do a few stupid stuff on attack and try silly stuff and stuff like that. Um, the so yeah, Pacifica for me on the on, on the overs, I like that over 24 and a half. 
And I'm going to say, I actually like Moana on the plus as well here, but I think they might stay in this. Like you said, it might exhibition type of game. I think Moana might stay within two tries here. But over 24 and a half, um, Moana points is my call in this game. Yeah, yeah I'm going to make my final decision still on this one when I do the good for game preview. But I might wait for the try lines to come out as well. Because sometimes you get a bit of value on the tries. Uh, because, I mean, let's face it, no one's going for three points. Yeah, Brent, Brent, I re I've written your tries. I was going to bring yeah, it up. But no you brought it up, so well done. That's a right bet. But I'm almost leaning towards the overall overs and that, or, or tries because I'm kind of thinking, on the one hand, I wouldn't be too surprised if the Waratahs sort of ran riot over them. But on the other hand, I am also thinking that the Pacific are going to score points. So at the end of the day, I'm, I'm probably coming down to the fact that I might just go total overs or total total tries overs. So one well, way or another, I think we're all going to be shouting for a, for a loose game. One yeah. other thing, Brent, um, there's a bit of a side show here as well with Michael Hooper's last game, and he's the captain as well now for the, for the game. And I know so your feelings on that. I know I'm, what you're going to say I'm now. always concerned with that side shows there because... The, the, the focus from the team is on that guy, and it's not on a position, it's not on the game. So that's why I like Pacifica again there. Yeah, Are you going to be wearing your you 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 like Hooper stuff on Twitter? I thought of you. I thought, there's no doubt about it. Henrik's going to. And, you know, I totally agree. Last week, uh, my son's team played their last home sort of derby, and he's in matric, and the boys were like quite pumped. And, but they played okay. They won the game, but it wasn't, they weren't at their fluid best. And I still think the emotion of, in their case, five of them or six of them having their final game, you know, probably played a little bit on them. So yeah, I'm up, I don't argue with that, with that point at all. But looks like we're aligned on that one. We'll stick with you, Henrik, uh, on the next one, Western Force. Now this game um, opened up about four and a half, which is in fact I think you could get plus ten and a half force very early in the week. But I think that it was plus four and a half, which is where I handicapped because I did think that the Chiefs would feel the, a weakened side here because they obviously are secure on the top of the log. And that is exactly what's happened. We've got a line now plus one and a half, and Henrik a points line of sixty point five in Perth. Well, Brent, you're a very tricky game to say. If you want to lose money, bet on this game, um, <laughs> because, like you said, there's been so much movement. I haven't got a cent down on this one, and I'll probably I, I won't put any early money down on it. I'll probably see how I go on Saturday morning, and then decide to to have a bet somewhere. But yeah, you know, it, it, it's tough to go against the Chiefs, the, the way they're playing, the way they are coached. Um, but they have mixed and matched very a lot here. Um, I yeah. see poor EP starting at ten. That's that's an interesting one. Um, and then they they, they lose to you. Is it? Um, well, it's a strange one. Let's say it that way. Um, Force have been very good at home. They haven't lost at home this year, so you have to respect that. I'm not going to make a call on uh, uh, probably Chiefs to win, but uh, I don't know, Brent. I'm not going to make a call on this one. Points, you know, for, tough to go overs in force games again, especially at home. They, they've been stingy at home. So, yeah, I don't know, Brent. I'm, I'm not going to make a call on this game. Sorry. I'm I'm going to stick with what I've gone with. The force would be one of the good teams for me. I backed them at, at good, normally, uh, underdogs, I backed them on the board a few times this season. I would have liked a bigger price, I must admit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look for the biggest price, the force, and and I'll give them a, a, another chance for a, for a home win <laughs> and just hope they can beat that sort of patched up Chiefs team. What are you gonna do, Chris? It, it, it is a tricky one, just because the Chiefs are done and dusted, and that 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 
Chiefs team is awkward on my eye and force are just awkward on my eye as well all the freaking time. Even though I had also had caught them lately, I, I must say I did call the I said the force plus nine last week and the Rebels absolutely destroyed them. They were totally off their feet after 20 minutes. Their home form has been really good. It's another one again. I mean, they're either going to have a chance or they're out probably. This is the last game of the round, right? So I think this one is really a wait and see, see game, isn't it? Obviously, as a natural gut, it just feels like it's, it's a nervous game because I think Force is going to get some tries. I'm sure they're going to get past, in a, past this Chiefs side. Chiefs defense is usually really good. But again, like when there's nothing to play for, like how much, how much, how much are they going to be invested in the game at the end of the day? Um, so the over sixty would be my play, but it's a very weak, a weak thought, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be back and forth to beat the Chiefs just because it's the Chiefs, and they have a chance because of the team they're playing against. But I don't, I just don't trust. I, I like, I've been liking the force at home against the the Aussie teams and the Fijian sides, but I wouldn't back them still against New Zealand side. So it's a it's a very low over 60 call, but I, I'm not calling the cap here. Yeah. So reading between the lines, you can see all of us, none of us very confident on this one. I'm going to go for a tentative play on the force. I must say, look, one thing the force will know is they'll go into this game. Okay, you can't say for definite, but I'm assuming the Blues beat the Highlanders, in which case the force will definitely have a chance going into this game because um, anyone who's below them has got ahead of them. They can obviously, uh, they can obviously overtake and... So they, they 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 will have a chance, but yeah, I hear what you yeah. It, it is just a tough game. Uh, let's see what Johanna says. Yes, Stevenson to score a hat trick for the Chiefs. Second string Chiefs side, still better than the Force. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. This, this feels like a game that looks like I think it's. I don't see the Chiefs being cohesive. I could be wrong, but because they got danger all over the park anyway. But it feels like it could be a scrappy game to start with, and then then the floodgates are going to open. So even like a second half higher scoring looks almost a shoe in in this game. Maybe yeah, all of them, but like if, if you were looking for, if you're looking for an angle, if you look, I know you don't like that one, that but I've liked that. I do like to shove that one sometimes into a multi, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. Just both those, the brothers teams just this is awkward for this one, yeah. Right, gents, let's move on to the Curry Cup. We're in our penultimate round of Curry Cup, um, regular season action, and I must tell you that <laughs> the Sharks are top of the table, then you've got the Cheetahs and the Pumas. The Pumas, I think, are four or five points ahead of the fourth place team, which I think is Western Province. I don't have the table in front of me now. But you've got four teams basically within one point of each other contesting Crazy. that final final spot. And we'll go through those games now. And let's start with you, Henrik. First game, and uh, there's the ground in the background, Tafel Lager Park. It's Griquas up against Western Province. You've got Griquas here plus six and a half and Western Pro and, and, and sorry and points fifty six point five. And shit, Henrik, this is actually a tricky game in my opinion because this Griquas side I think can beat province and if they do beat province province are potentially in a lot of trouble then as far as the playoffs go that's how tight the the log is at the moment what are your views on this one they're not going to beat province Brent. i see that this has moved out i actually missed the value i see I, there's off well before the teams was announced i saw this was much closer to betting and i obviously there's obviously been money Western Province and it's is the right money, but yeah, Province going to cover that minus as well. That's a very strong Western Province team. I, I just before the show, I actually saw the team for the first time about 45 minutes ago. Very strong Western Province team, and I like them a lot on this one. They, they request while they've made me money this year, and I, I've called them correctly a few times. I obviously lost them as well, but. 
they've been all right, but they're not the Greek ones of old. They haven't been that dominant at home. They haven't scored that a lot of last week. The overs just scraped through. Um, yeah, Brent, I like Western Province. And that points line, if that point size is 56 and a half, Western Province points probably around 30. 30, 31, 30 it was 31 or 32. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna score more than that as well. Province will score close to 40 here. Yeah? Um so yeah, minus I, I like the minus stronger than the overs, but but Western Province they would they they're gonna win by two converted tries or more, yeah. Right. Uh Peter Paul just making a note the handicap is four and a half at Bed Exchange. So yeah, confidence stuff there from Hendrik. It's certainly thrown me off my stride. I, I must admit, I hadn't really got got my head around backing the Greek was. I just I was just looking at the log and thinking that's actually incredibly competitive, the log. And there's certain teams, and I think there's a bit of value in the outright markets, which I'll come to when we when we talk about the particular team in question. But let's go to Chris and get his views on this one. He is, of course, a Western Province fan. <laughs> And probably yeah. quite happy to hear Hendrik saying that the minus looks a good thing. I love it when I can just tail on the back of what Hendrik just said in this spot. Yeah, absolutely. And I am. And I have it. I, I, as I said, I mean, Curry Cup, not my strongest this season. Not, I'm not punting it very hard, barring maybe the next game when we get to it. But um, but anyway, when I initially looked at it and I've looked at the teams, it's yeah, it's been a bit of a swing. You know, Greek was a bit down with the season. Province, much better than I think we all have been expecting, even though it'd be weird, weird games and low scoring. But they've brought in some big firepower there. Uh, I like Nathan Fashe. I think Nathan Fashe's captain, I actually quite rate him as a captain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll settle the guys. Um, I just don't think Greek was have shown me enough that they can actually beat this province side. I think they province on a roll. Uh, doing doing all right, so I, I I just don't see I just can't see except pure grit and province falling off. Greek was winning this. I like just in case because there's Curry Cup and uh, you see can see games two halves and teams with two different performances. Um, I like I, I'll I'll uh, stamp the the province over thirty one points. I think there's gonna province are gonna break thirty one points quite easily. Yeah, that does seem the most of what I do like. If, that, if I can get that line, I'll certainly be quite happy with that. Let's stay with you for the next one. The Blue Bulls, the only side who's the Griffins have beaten this season was 32-28. Yeah. They beat the Blue Bulls. I think it was back in week four. They are now 33 and a half point underdogs away to the Bulls. The Bulls are one of those four teams in the log jam for the for the mm. last spot. So yeah, uh, yeah you know, obviously fancy themselves with a bonus point victory here. And Chris, yeah. we've got a point final of 69.5. So I'm gonna do this. And I'm going to do it. It's, this is one of my most confident bets. I'm going to back the Bulls here in the spot. I, I, you just have to. But the team they got out there, I know it's scary. I know this Bulls team, when they put these players out there, have let us down. I know they've done the last time I think I bet on Curry Cup is when they got hammered by Province. Um, but in the spot, I just it just looks very, very, very tough for the Griffins. It's, the teams, I just think Griffin's not going to have a. The, the power of power at all to live with this Bulls team. I'm sorry. I think when Bulls, this is similar to like when Bulls played Zebra and those guys at the back end of, against the back end of, of uh, URC. I just think Griffins are in for absolute hiding. I'm going to be honest. I think they're in for an absolute smash in 50, 60 points. This is one of my best bets. Minus all Bulls points. I don't see anything different. I know that people, I know Griffins have made people money and stuff, but not in this spot. With Bulls at this team, at Loftus, needed, it is a Loftus, I hope, if it's a home, home game. Yeah. I just think that should be. I think this is the end of the road, this end of the dream for Griffins, and the Bulls are going to smash them. Right, interesting. I'm, not, I'm certainly I'm, I'm leading in that direction as well. 
I could see something like a 76-3 score with Luke Griffin's getting <laughs> their three points in the 78th minute, Henry. Yeah, the way they take them. 50 minutes when they're 50 behind, that's... that's yeah, that's driving me insane. But also, the, and there's the, re the revenge factor as well, right? I mean, Bulls are going to put this right. If they got any pride, they're going to put this right. Right, Henrik. Brent, I'm going to quote our good friend, the Oracle. The Bulls can win this without my money. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't trust the Bulls on, on such a big handicap. Surely they, surely they have to beat it, but I'm not going to back them, Brent. Um, yeah, I, 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 just, I, I don't like um, Chris Smith at 10. I'm not a fan of his. It, it, the Bulls team look good on paper, but yeah, I, I just can't trust him. And, and the, the, that points line is very high. Eh? You, you, act, you actually want to go under on Griffin's points on 17 and a half, but I can't do that either because the Bulls can let in. I don't know. This is this is one of the, those games that I'd rather leave out, Brendis. There's better games out this weekend. Um, uh, if, if if tomorrow I look at it again and or see something somebody posts and I can see something where I can have a bet, I might have a bet, but I'm not going to bet on this game. I, I think for, for me, for what I'm thinking, I mean, when I looked at the, when I'm looking at the teams, I'm looking at the log, looking at what's at stake here, I think I would take Bulls to beat the Griffin side at Loftus in this, this spot. By more than 33, probably eight times out of ten. So at, at that at that cap, I'm I'm I would take that. I would happily take that chance eight out of ten times. So if that was going to have my money, and I'm and I, I think Bulls have to just one of these games. I think Bulls. Will right. But I hear you because that's what I said. I've been burned by the Bulls badly, man. Like it doesn't feel that comfortable. But I'm going to call it. I'm going to stand by it, and I'm going to call it. Go for it. Chris, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to back the Griffins on the plus. Make no mistake. I'm definitely not backing the plus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I just can't trust the Bulls on this one. I know. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I know every man in his dog's probably going to be on the Bulls here, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to join you on this one. No, no, fair enough. I, yeah, I lost them for that province game when they were plus seven or what was it against province? Oh, jeepers. Yeah. That when when yeah. province was up like 24-0 or something like that, then yeah. Well, it was it was horrible, and the thing is, they've done it. They've done it all season through the whole season. So yeah, it's scary as in hell. But I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna back it. I'm back. I like it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little bit of some, some, some cash on that. Sticking, sticking to your guns. I like it as well, Chris. I'll go with you. I, I hear exactly what Henrik's saying about trusting bulls, but I do fancy them in this one. I just can't have this Griffin's team. Any side that's kicking penalties when they're so far down, and then I got. No, I think they're going to be put away and absolutely wiped off the park. Johan Scumi just making a crack there. Griffin's to win with a drop goal at the death and take white. <laughs> there we go. Resign off for the final whistle. I think he I, would I will, resign. Pay, I, will, I will pay for that. I will pay for that. So that's fine. If that, that happens in the end, that's how the game goes. And that's the result. For, then I'll, they can have my money on that. <laughs> Peter Paul saying, where is the Oracle? I'm, I'm still in contact with the Oracle, Peter Paul. And no doubt he will be making a return at some point. He just... Um, I think he, his form left him a little bit, and he's quite busy at work and focusing on that, and we've had load shedding on this. So giving the Oracle an extended break, and we'll bring him back fresh with a couple of prep runs before the World Cup, no doubt, because it was in the World Cup and, and four years ago, around the Lions, where he really made his name. Uh, Johan saying, yeah, be careful of the Bulls as well. Even, you know, he was joking about the, the, the Griffins there. but um, And the Griffins can, you're right, Johan, the Griffins can score some tries. Just sometimes yeah. the attitude annoys me but they have scored they scored consolation tries against the pumas a few weeks ago 
So they certainly can. Another, 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 angle, another angle I like here, which you don't, I know you don't like the half bets, but I think Bulls minus 14 or 15 was the half. No, time. I like I the half. In this game, I like a half-time bet. I mean, no, I think that's the For me, that's the bet because I think the Bulls are going to come out full on and they could run up. They can run up a 20, 30-point lead easily. And then the Griffins can do that little, uh, little trial to them. So I like a half-time bet. Actually, probably yeah, more than... Yeah, a half. That seems quite low. I saw, I saw that, yeah. I, but it might have moved. I saw that somewhere. Might in the day. Was they expecting... Bookies perhaps expecting a big second half from the Bulls to pull clear there. No, 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 I, I actually like that. I had it recorded somewhere, but I like the half-time Bulls, Brent. Yeah, yeah. It's minus 14 and minus 16 thereabouts. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. No, that's yeah. cool. If you can get the minus 14... I, I predict the minus 14 will, it's still there now, as Henrik confirms, but I think that will move quite quickly. I think it'll start, no, the best you'll get on, on match day will be 16, 17 points on the... I was on the also got that from our, from our friend, my friend Mondo on, on WhatsApp, he pointed Yeah, we're going to have Mondo on the show game soon as well. <laughs> oh, Mondo. We used our quota of swear words for the month when he was on last time. We have to, we'll push that up. And I really enjoyed, enjoyed chatting to Mondo there. <laughs> we'll go back to you on this one. We got the Pumas up against the Cheetahs, and mm. we got a points line here, fifty-eight and a half. And I, I think the reverse fixture, if I'm not mistaken, the Pumas hammered them, but it was a really weakened Cheetahs side because the Cheetahs were playing in the Challenge Cup. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mixing it up with another game. Anyway, we got a virtual choice match here from the bookies, Henrik, and a points line of fifty-eight and a half. Yeah, and the, the, the Cheetahs, they've been on on the, the, a downward spiral, Brent, yeah. uh, probably. They, they started the season off with a bang, and ever since the halfway mark, they've, they've gone down. Pumas and also Pumas started. Two, I guess, eh? Yeah, probably also with the bang. And, but the Pumas, they, 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 they look a bit more decent at the moment. Uh, who did they play last week? It was the Bulls, eh? The Bulls stole the game. They lost like 24 17, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah, the Bulls started at the end. Um, I, I'm going to call the Pumas to win the game, but I think. The bet here. Um, well, let me just quickly check something. Who's the ref on this game? Got the refs open here. Um, just before I make my call on this one, uh, Mono Ferrara. No, yeah, Mono Ferrara is the ref. Um, okay, I haven't got a solid feel on, me, on him either way, but I think this might be an unders game, Brent. Neither of these two teams really need to move up the lock desperately, need, need to play for a bonus point or anything like that. I think. Both teams just want to win here to make sure of the top four in the playoffs. Um, so I, I actually like this as an unders play. And it, I know it's 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 a it's a dangerous play going unders in Curry Cup, but there there has been a few unders um, games lately in the Curry Cup. I think this is under 58 and a half. That's my call on this. That's a stronger bet for me than the Pumas to win. I'm calling the win for the Pumas, but I like that under 58 and a half. And quite a bit of, um, before we even bring Chris in here, quite a bit of a differing opinion in the live chat. Stephen Marks on the cheetahs on the board. Walter White, he's going Pumas minus, and Johan reckons Pumas on the plus or possibly win the game. Chris, what are you going to do in this one? Yeah, no, this, we're now at the end of the carry cup fixtures. Yeah, no, no real feel, Brent. This is the game I can't call. To the, yeah, one, this is a typical game, and then carry cup lately that I. I, I I get to get on the wrong side of too often. So I'm going to sit this one out and see what others are doing and see if I've bet on it. Stephen Marks expecting the Cheetahs to come back after that hammering in Bloom. I must admit that I'm kind of with, yeah, I like, I also like the unders a bit, Henrik. I think you've, you've maybe twisted my arm on that because this is not a game 
I'm particularly strong yeah. on either. I'm also with Chris there. I'm finding this a bit of a tricky one. I found the Pumas a bit tricky to catch mm. this season. Right, that takes us into our final Curry Cup game, and we'll let at the Crow tips take us away there. But the Sharks here minus one and a half. I have seen minus two and a half. It opened, I think, as a choice game. And this is, of course, against the Lions. I'll just put that in. But um, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know if you've seen teams I haven't, and it's another game I haven't looked into it as well. And see closely cap close game, another one that feels like it could go either way. I just wonder. I I I mean, I think the Sharks have been pretty good. Uh, last, I think, two weeks ago, I did take them eventually at, at home. I can't remember who they're playing against. Um, I don't know what, what type of side the Lions are putting out, but the Sharks have been playing well. Still over the Lions, actually. Uh, so I'll, I'll, this will be a very, very low-confidence home team call, yeah, but not sure on the points. If anything, I'd be leaning unders in Durban. But, Henrik, I'll tell you my views on this, and... This is the outright bet that I think there might be a little bit of value. Um, I don't know how many bookmakers are pricing up the outright. I know World Sports Betting have got markets, although um, I can't get a big bet on, unfortunately, there. But the Sharks minus one. Uh, yeah, the Sharks are favourites at, at around the two to one mark, if I'm not mistaken. And you've got 28 to 10, the Bulls and the Pumas. And 12 to one, the Lions. Now, I, I think that 12 to one Lions is not bad. They play Griffins in their final match. You effectively will be backing them. You know, you'll want them to win this game. I think if they lose this game, it's going to be very difficult because teams would have gone too many points above them. But if you fancy the Lions can win this game, as I do, um, then the 12-1 to 1 starts looking quite attractive because if they do beat the Sharks with a guaranteed, you'd like to think, five-point against the Griffins next week, there's every chance they could make the, the last four. What do you think of that logic? Yeah, they're going to have to win this one, um, Brent, because hmm. I expect Western Province to pick up five points. And like, obviously, the Bulls will probably pick up five points against the Griffins. So they're both yeah. going to be five points ahead of the the, the, um, the Lions, and the Lions going to be six then. So then, yeah, it depends what happens next week. I haven't checked the, fi the fixtures who the Lions and the Bulls are playing. While you, while you giving your verdict on this game, I'll have a look. Uh, at, no, I, I did look at the Lions have got Griffins, but I didn't look who the Bulls and the um, Western Province Western are playing. Province, yeah, yeah, you, you can check that quickly. Um, so, you know, the, the, the way the Sharks have played, you, I, I'd like to back them. And they are very well coached. And, and they are very stingy on, on uh, with points as well. The, the teams don't score a lot of points against them. But like you said, the Lions are on the up. And I fancied Western Promise last week, uh, last Friday in Atlanta. But the, the Lions came down and they were convincing winners there. They played really well. Um like Chris, I'm not going to have a confident bet on this one. I think this, Brent, you said um, Durban. Well, the, 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 um, the prediction looks good for Durban, but I, I also think this might actually be on this game just because both teams will just want to win. The Sharks win here. Yeah, they are probably, you know, they, they're pretty close. You know, to, to, yeah, if the, the Sharks win and the Cheetahs fail to win, the Sharks no, will finish top of the lock. They're sure off top of the lock and, and the, the Lions will want to win. They might want the bonus point, but I, I'm sure they'll just want to win, yeah, and then next week get to win and the, and the bonus point against the Griffins. So, 57 off, I'll take some unders on that one. Again, Curry Cup, a bit of a gamble to go under as well. We are gambling, but under 57 and a half. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure on on on, on the handicap rent. I'm yeah, I'm not, not going to make a call on the handicap. Rather get involved in the points, and I think under here, 
um, and and maybe look at get somewhere some value um, during the game. But who's, who's yeah. playing the? Next Western week. Province play host the Sharks next week, and the Bulls play host the Cheetahs next week in the playoffs. Nah. I just, 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 I just missed the days when we saw 57 and a half carry cup and we just took that and walked the dog, and there was no stress. Now we can't, yeah, now yeah. we're we going around in circles all the time. Um, I know you like the Anders, but remember two, two carry cups ago, two, three carry cups in a row, the overs were just, remember, it was getting ridiculous. Yeah. Would you because, like to make a correction, Henrik, the one error you made there, referring to it as gambling? I've always told my wife it's short-term investing, so I just want to correct that. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, I, that's what I say as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris, you say about the overs on the carry cup. I remember about, what's it, about... It's probably more than 10 years ago. Um, the, the Reds would come to Alice Park to play the, the, the Lions afternoon game in um, at Alice Park, and the total price would be four and a half. I remember those days. Yeah, I, I, I knew you were coming with that because I, I do remember the 90s and the early the, the games weren't high scoring. That was actually like 20, 2008, 2009, thereabouts. Also, I remember province games was it'll be like 27, 50. Like it wasn't, there wasn't mm. big. Province Lions games never went over like 45 points. And yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. And also I found in the past, bookies used to be slow. Like, you know, even when the European sides came out here for the first, I think they were called Pro 14 or Pro 12 matches before it became even the URC. You'd have the teams and they would still price it as if it was in Europe, you know, the total points. And you'd get yeah. these ridiculous lines like 52 and a half at Ellis Park and 48 mm. and a half and you know there was money to be made there. although you had the odd the odd wobble where you know teams didn't arrive but definitely now you have to think a little bit harder in the curry cup and and yeah like hendrick i actually found myself going under sometimes now in the curry cup which which kind of feels strange <laughs> but you also you're, you're sorry those, those cheetahs games when the cheetahs was in the pro 12 when the when the europe teams came to bloemfontein and raps mctwane that that yes. when you ran rampant and um and the cheetahs they smashed the overs lines on those. You used games. to get 45 points by half time, cut comfortably there normally. Yeah, you knew yeah, your yeah. bet was was home and hosed. Yeah. <laughs> but you but you also yeah. get like a bulls minus 14 against the Griffins and Curry Cup type lines like on a Tuesday. I remember like ridiculous they didn't they the river line and I didn't know who the who the strongest African teams were. It's, yeah, I remember those days, yeah. We we're reminiscing about the good old days with the bookies well, with their own prices. No, they didn't take all these feeds from actuaries and stuff like that, like they do now. But anyways, that brings us on to the best bets of on the show. It kind of feels weird not talking about semi-finals and finals this weekend, but still uh, good rugby there. Um, None of the boys seem as curry as strong, maybe on the Curry Cup as they do on Super Rugby. But Chris, let's start with you. What are your best bets? There are quite a few. I'm just to make sure I'm, I group them right for the for the for the for the people out there if they're going to follow or tail or take those info. But really, I really like Rebels points. I like it over 25. That's good. I like the really like the Reds minus two, and I really like Saders and and Canes over 56. I think that's great. I think those are my strongest. And two other next bests would be the Tars and, and Pacifica overs as well, and Bulls minus 15 or minus on the handicap halftime. Those two will be my next best too. So, yeah. Excellent. When you can catch uh, Chris's bets, he posts his uh, doubles and trebles as well as at the Crow mm -hmm. Tips 
on Twitter. Right, Henrik, what are your best bets, sir? Yeah, Brent, I'm going to go where Chris started as well. Um, I'm going to give you my best bet of all is, is that Rebels overs over 24 or 25 and a half. I think that's the best bet of the weekend. And then in the same game, I like the plus as well. And I, I actually think the, the Rebels might win that game. But yeah, so, so my strongest bet okay. is, is overs. And then um, I like the Reds to win as well. Uh, or the minus, the minus two and a half. Um, and I like Pacifica overs. And then the Curry Cup, I like that Western Province minus six and a half. Right, Stephen Marks coming in with his best bet. The Bulls, Jason, asking, is my son not playing in tomorrow's match? And he is playing rugby tomorrow, so I assume, Jason, you're talking about the match at Synthians. It's the first time Rand Parker played in Synthians. I think we're going as pretty big underdogs. Uh, we had a hard match last night and a couple of injuries in our season. Synthians have been playing pretty well, so I definitely would make us underdogs. I won't quote a price. I'll, I don't want to be accused of betting on any of my son's games, but it's going to be great. We're going to be there at Synthians. Yeah, I'll pop in, Jason. He says you might pop in. We're going to be watching. You can watch from higher ground. I think that they're going to be playing the match on the top field there by higher ground. So you can literally have beer while you watch. And we definitely, Jason, going to have beers after the game. So uh, come to the pub and, and say how's it there as well. Gents, thanks very much. Uh, we got all our best bets wrapped up. Thanks to the guys in the live chat for the great contributions as always. And at the Crow Tips, have a good weekend, man. I know you're preparing for a, a move to the UK as well. Yeah, I'm indeed. So going to enjoy my last few weeks in Poland. Yes, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, weather's well, changed. I believe it's good weather, so it'll be nice. Yeah. Well, when I look at our analytics for next week on good for the game, our Polish viewers would have dropped from one <laughs> to none, and uh, hopefully our UK viewers would have gone up one. Do you, do you, actually, you see me on it? Actually, you see you see one point. You know it's me. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's you. And Henrik, uh, yourself, what you got planned for the weekend? Yeah, Brent, you at the end of your son's um, rugby career, school-wise, um, I'm at the start of mine. My boy is grade one now. He's under seven. He's actually playing for the under seven, eight team. So he's, he's playing. He's, he's actually in the eight team then. They're off playing on merit. Yes. So he's playing three games on, on Saturday morning. Still that Baliki rugby. It's like a mess. Everybody. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I love it. Love it. Great memory. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, they're playing here in Cape Town at Panorama, and it's a lot, lots of rain predicted, so it's going to be a, a dirty, messy, muddy game. But yeah, I'm going there on Saturday morning. Rest of the weekend, just at home, watching rugby, having a braai, have a few brandies. That's it. Do you guys remember the 7 a.m. rugby under nine when the, the fields were still frost and it took about no. 10 for your feet to go numb so you could actually run? <laughs> I remember that. Well. No, 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 I do. I do remember those. I like there's one night thing when your son starts playing first team, you've got like a half past 11 kickoff. You know, it's a little bit more, more respectable. But uh, yeah, tomorrow's our last game of the season and it's going to be, as I say, for us, it'll be a tough game. But really, my last game of watching my son play rugby at school actually going to be quite quite emotional i reckon but um yeah hopefully he's a varsity next year and uh with a bit of luck playing some varsity cup at some stage or something along those lines that's what we can hope for but gents thanks very much good weekend to everyone good punting weekend and yeah we'll see you next week thursday night for the handicap rugby chat that matters cheers guys cheers